So what do you need? What do you really need? You watch that, and it's like, okay, that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, you think about what he's grabbing. You're like, that is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, one of the first times I watched this, I remember thinking, okay, he grabbed a remote that goes with nothing else that he has. It won't work anything. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then I watched it again, and I laugh, and I watch it again, and I laugh, and this is a very iconic scene that you laugh at when you see it, and you're like, okay, I get it. This is kind of funny. But have you ever looked at it as Steve Martin being us and speaking to God? And think about the things that we need that we've needed through our lifetime. I can remember all I needed. All I needed one semester was good grades. That's all I need, good grades. If I can get my grades up high enough, I won't be put on academic probation, and I can play sports. That's all I need. That's all I need. God, just get me through this. That's all I need. Well, that worked for about a day or two. And then I noticed that all the rest of the guys on campus, they had girlfriends. So I had to have a girlfriend. That's all I need. That's all I need. Well, it doesn't do you any good to get a girlfriend if you don't have a car. I need a car. My dad took care of that. He bought me a 1974 Audi 100 LS that had 237 miles. Now, that's funny. On it. That we spent all our time rewiring it because every day something broke on it. So, the solenoid didn't work right, so I can remember... A buddy of mine says, all you need is like $1.50 to fix this thing. And I said, what do you mean? Solenoids, they're pretty expensive. He said, no, I'll, I'll run two wires and hook you up a little switch there inside your car. He said, you can leave your keys in the car all you want. If they don't know where the switch is, they can't start it. So I'd leave my keys in the car wherever I went and come back out to get in the car and turn it on and reach down underneath and and start up with this little switch, just a flick of the switch. It's all I need. It's all I need, some wiring. Oh, then, then you need a wife, okay? I got to have a wife. I'm graduating. Got to have a wife. You got to have a wife. It's all I need. It's all I need. That's all I need. Well, pretty soon, most of you guys know this, Wives will drive you crazy. Actually, it's the other way around. We drive wives crazy. And so, to occupy their time, they need children. Let's add a few more to the family is what she's thinking. 
because she's already having to deal with one child. So let me show you what you act like. So let's have a few. And then when they frustrate you enough, then they grow up and, well, you need more than one car. You need two cars. And it's not the right type of car. You ever notice that? The car you're driving is never usually the right type of car. Okay? It's a wonderful car. It gets you from places A to B without any trouble whatsoever. The only problem is, is somebody that you run around with has a convertible. And you're like, that's cool. I wouldn't mind a convertible. Then you get tired of borrowing people's trucks all the time. So if you had your own truck, that would take care of it. And so right now, in case you're wondering, I'm sort of in the truck stage, okay? I'm in that truck stage. I used to have a truck, and I gave it to my son, and he promptly blew it up. But it was a nice truck, and it was all we all needed. And you got to have a house, right? Got to have a house. Then you got to have furniture. You got to have furniture because you, you can't have empty rooms in your house. You got to have furniture. And so all this stuff continues to grow. And then you have these kids that you've had that have grown up and you realize something that you've always heard from you, I need this. And the, that's when parents became our parents, and they look at you like this, Cameron. Do you know the difference between need and want? Right? We've had that talk with our kids. Do you know the difference between need and want? There's a huge difference. And so we go through all this stuff, and then you work, and you work, and you work, and you work because you have to pay for all this stuff that you got, and what do you need? A vacation. I need, all I need is a vacation. That's all I need. If I just have a vacation, I'll be okay. That's all I need. It doesn't stop. I need friends. Oh, let me tell you about how much I need friends, okay? Okay? Let me tell you about my friends. My family is all gone, okay? They left me Friday at 4 p.m. School ended. They all, they all got into the car. They all took off and went to Indiana for Jog for Jeff and my nephew that died several years ago. They raised money for a scholarship fund. And they all went up to Indiana to raise money and do this Jog for Jeff. And I was left here by myself. And so, yesterday my daughter texts me and says, your wife is having emotional instability up here. So all her emotions of what's taking place in her family and my family and Jog for Jeff, she just was crying. Okay? And so I called her to check on her yesterday and she hung up on me because she was talking to somebody else, my niece, Jerry. And I'm like, she goes, so how's, how, how, she called me back. She says, how's everything been going? I said, oh, it's been awesome. You left Friday at 4 p.m. I have not seen another human being until 
I saw Kyler walk in my office this morning. That's the first human being I've seen. I didn't even go get fast food. I did nothing. I became a hermit. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. It's, we, we go from one thing to another thing. And we started the service out this morning with a song by Rich Mullins. And it's called My One Thing. And we've been also talking about Nehemiah. And everything that Nehemiah has done through the book of Nehemiah was for one purpose and one purpose only. Nehemiah wanted God and God alone as his one thing. Because we think all these other one things, these other needs are going to supply and fulfill us. How is the paddleboard game going to take care of Steve Martin? Now, we can see that, and we can laugh at it, right? But we don't see where a truck doesn't do that for me. Okay? I, I can't see that. And we, we have this well right in front of us of God. And we go to it whenever we, quote, need something, but we don't live at it. Okay, now I'm going to say something. This is going to be controversial, but I'm just going to say it. We don't need $230,000 for this building. We don't need it. Bottom line, we don't need it. What we need is Jesus Christ and to spend more time with him each and every day. Do you know why you need a vacation? Because you aren't filled up on God every single day. Do you know why we need this stuff? Because he is not our everything. It's what the whole song that Rich Mullins wrote is about. I keep placing different things that I think I need in my life. And they don't fulfill. It will never fulfill. Nothing fulfills the way that Jesus does. Nothing. And if we had our relationships right with Jesus, and we were connected with him, and we went to that well every single day, we don't have any single problem whatsoever with saying, how in the world did we pay this building off? Because it just happens. That is the way, that is the God we follow. So, in Nehemiah chapter 9, as we're looking at Nehemiah, we jump into on the, October 31st, in the New Living Translation, it actually gives the dates. It translates the dates, which I think is really cool. On October 31st, the people assembled again. And this time they fast and dressed in burlap and sprinkled dust on their hair, heads. They were completely mourning about their sins. They were so sorry. They were repentive of everything that they have done. Those of the Israelite descent separated themselves from all foreigners 
as they confessed their own sins and the sins of their ancestors. They remained standing in place. You guys hear this? Luckily, luckily, we switched time, so I get to preach for double time today, right? So, they remained standing in place for three hours. They stood for three hours because they had found the book of the law, and no one would sit when it was being read. That's how much honor they had. For three hours, the book of the Lord, their God, was read aloud to them. Then for three more hours, they confessed their sins and worshiped the Lord, their God. The Levites, Jeshua, Benai, Kadmiel, Shabaniah, Bunny, Sherebiah, Bani, Bani, let's say Bani, Kenaniah stood on the stairway of the Levites and cried out to the Lord their God with loud voices. That's all they did. Hour after hour after hour seeking God. That's what they did. And I need an Egg McMuffin. And we get caught up on these things. We get caught up on what we need. Second Corinthians tells us what we need. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, the hardships, the persecutions, troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. That's a weird outlook. That is really weird to take. We're not like the world. We're not supposed to be like it at all. We're supposed to be able to come in here and confess our weaknesses and not be afraid of them. That's the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be able to go be able to talk to somebody. And it's okay for me to go talk to Brian and Brian say, Doug, are you listening to yourself? You honestly need a truck? That's what you need? Have you thought that maybe all you need is Jesus? That's okay. It's okay to say that. We expect all this other stuff to fulfill our needs and to take care of us. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Here's the other bottom line. We probably can't get the money. We can't do it. But the real cool thing is, I think it's in Psalms. I didn't write down the Scripture. I'm really bad. I think it's Psalm 50. For all the animals in the forest are mine, 
and I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. We're worried about paying this building off. Do you guys realize he owns all the cattle on a thousand hills? He knows where gold is hidden in places men have never thought to look. If we seek him, if we seek him, this building could be paid off like this. You guys know it, and I know it. Because that's just the God we serve. We've seen it. We've seen him answer prayer time and time again. And, but we forget you. We forget him. The first song we sang this morning, I will not forget you, my Lord, my God, my King. This is what the Israelites did over and over and over and over and over and over again. He would do a miracle right in front of them, and they would forget it. And we're like, those Israelites, they, they, they're not as smart as me. If I saw, if I saw the Red Sea parted for a million people to walk through there, I would never forget him. Right. Right. I personally have witnessed miracle after miracle. I'm sure you guys have too. Lives totally changed by Jesus Christ. When you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, that was a miracle from God himself. But it doesn't change us. We're like Israelites, and we want to go back to Egypt. We want to go back where everything's safe and secure. I like it when it was safe and secure, and I didn't have to worry about anything. Not so you didn't even have to think about God back then either, did you? So the question is this morning, who or what is your one thing? We all want and have one thing. Nehemiah's one thing was God, God himself. And we see that through the entire book of Nehemiah. When all he wanted was God that's all he wanted to be with. That's all he thought about. How many of you guys have ever been burnt out before? It's not fun. It's not fun. Do you know the burnout rate among ministers and people in ministry is abnormally higher than the world? Do you know that? Do you want me to tell you why the burnout rate is so high? It's because they're depending on themselves to do it instead of Him. If we aren't in the well, if we aren't seeking Him every day in the well, you're going to burn out. David Landreth used to call me almost every... Hi, David. 
It's good to have you back. I love you. David Landry used to call, used to call me almost every, every single morning, and you have a question. He said, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. But is it okay? Are you done with your devoted time? You'd always check with me, didn't you? Are you done? Done with prayer time? Let me tell you something. If I don't do it, I wouldn't survive a week. Because it's crazy what every single person is going through. And I don't know how you guys make it if you don't have a devoted time. If you don't set aside a time where you are seeking Him and seeking His face only, you're going to burn out. You can't keep giving without going to the well to get something to give. And every one of us, every one of us that is in here needs to start getting on our knees and seeking Jesus. That is it. That is it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The reason why it is number one is because if you do it, everything else comes from it. You can't love others as you love yourself if you aren't seeking Him and loving Him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Helping others stems from that. That's what you do. It just comes natural. It doesn't happen unless we seek Him, or you're going to burn out. You guys with me? <coughs> so here's the scoop. I'll just be honest with you. This happened to me right after we got married, Bear and I. Because I was really smart, my best friend, Terry Ray, he was here last week. He worked at the J.C. Penney's. And a friend of mine said, you got to have credit. The easiest credit to get is get a J.C. Penney card back in the day. So we got a J.C. Penney card. Went in to get the J.C. Penney card. You're going to get credit, then you'll have credit. And then when you get credit, you can buy cars. And when you buy cars, you can buy a house. You can get everything when you have a credit score. That's how it works. And so I learned real quick, make sure you get some credit. So I got credit. And so I bought and went to J.C. Penney's. This will tell you how long ago it was. J.C. Penney's was putting their electronics on sale. Okay? Now, there's, there's kids in here that don't even know what a J.C. Penney is. Okay? But the parents are like, man, that's really way back when they sold electronics. Yes, it was really a long time ago. So we bought ourselves a VCR and a TV. Big TV. Giant TV. VCR. You know what that is? Do you? You ever seen one? Stuck pennies in, Stuck pennies in yeah. yeah. It came out in 1900. Anyway, bought this VCR. Then we learned, oh, you don't have to pay it off when you get a credit card. You just pay the minimum. Well, by the end of the year, the JCPenney sends me a statement. And I bought this thing on 50% off plus his employee discount of another 20%. I paid more for, than sticker price by the end of the year. Yeah. And I learned real quick, 
I hate interest. I hate it. Me and my wife, we said, no more interest from here on out. And so we've tried to stay away from interest by any means whatsoever from here on out. You know, there's sometimes you get caught in it. But we're caught in it. We're caught in it with the church. And it drives me crazy. Because to me, we're taking our bill every year, every month is $2,000 basically. A thousand of that is paying the building off. The other thousand, you know what we're doing with that? We're throwing it away. We're just throwing it away. That's so stupid. It's like, okay, next paycheck you get, okay, next paycheck you get. You get a paycheck. Grab your paycheck, go cash the whole thing. Split it in half and pick up half the money and just throw it in the trash and then leave. And you go, that is the dumbest thing I ever heard. Well, let's get into real logic here. That's what we're doing. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now, I know you guys can do math as quick as I can. That's $1,000 a month. How many months do we have in a year? Twelve. Thank you very much. I heard that, twelve. So how much is that for the whole year? $12,000. We're just what? God, take that away from us. We don't want to be bad stewards with your money. Why are we throwing it away? Well, we could sit here and we could raise money and we could come up with this real quick. But you know what? It doesn't change this. And so the question is, it's fine and dandy. If you guys want to pledge money and you want to give money to it. But the more important thing is to hit your knees and seek Jesus. If you do that, everything else is taken care of. You guys get it? And it's real easy to pass a hat when you need to pass a hat. Next time someone wants to pass a hat for somebody, instead of passing a hat, go over and pray with them. Maybe what they really need. What's your one thing? What's your one thing? Jesus and Him alone making your one thing.